ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is your host, Jaden. This is Ike. Of course Why are you cringing, is. bro? <laughs> 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 yeah, the, we, we, we've definitely practiced this in, uh, intro quite a few times. It's not like we haven't recorded in well over a month. Yeah. Has it really been that long? Yes. Anyone else is that long? This movie that we're about to discuss. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, yes. welcome back to Backstage Cinema. This is the best destination for all things movies, movie making. More. I'm your host, Jaden. And I'm your other host, Ike. Sorry, we've been lying to you those other times. Yeah. Uh, and we watched The Flash. We're here with two boys, so boys, introduce yourselves. Hey, I'm Jack. It's hey. the motion guy. <laughs> the motion? Yeah. Hey, I'm Noah. W- what guy <laughs> What guy am I? Uh, movie guy. Yeah. You yeah. you got you got him the his his stardom in Drowned right you gave him yeah the that's right we co-starred yeah. in a short film yeah, yeah that won great. awards yeah <laughs> we're in an award-winning film yeah yeah one second yeah we're in two frames of it but better than one two frames propelled you into stardom so it's crazy man there's no one else I would have rather have done it with than with you Noah Aww. He's so sweet. <laughs> I am. I really am sweet. That's what my grandma said. Mm, that's gross. Uh, anyways, we just watched Flash. I don't think... We, do we just jump into it? I don't think we need to discuss anything also, about... Yeah, th- this is the same Jack and Noah that have been on before as well. Oh, I think they got so, that. They, they uh, heard ho- the sexiness. Hopefully they got that. They heard the sexiness. It's like, <laughs> it's like I'm just, there's probably just some girl out there, just Rhonda. She's like, wait... Is this is this the same Jack the motion guy that they had on before? Is that Noah too? Oh my goodness, they're back. So just in case there's anyone who doesn't know, these are the two same boys who have been on before Shout last year. Shout out to Rhonda. <laughs> Shout out to Rhonda. Uh, her out of my head. Well, we're gonna dive into the Flash. Here's what we'll do. Well, well, you can start, and then Noah will talk, and then Jack will talk, and then I'll talk. We'll just give our brief spoiler-free review, like two minutes or less. Um. Yeah, this is definitely one of them. Um, I will say I didn't enter into this movie with high hopes. However, I I exited the movie feeling good in some ways and terrible in others. So with that said, I still don't know where my thoughts lie in the movie as a whole. But there are definitely parts of it that kind of tugged on my heartstrings, and there were other parts of it that made me just want to say unspeakable things to myself so i'm coming into this movie uh almost as an outsider i mean obviously i'm like aware of dc universe and i've seen those movies and stuff but i'm not a big flash guy like i don't know a whole lot about the flash that's not a character that like i knew or grew up with or was a fan of so maybe i was a little more warm to to it because i'm less familiar with the property and stuff like that but um uh, i have you know similar opinion uh i i liked a lot of the like core beats of the movie i would say um i really liked ezra miller's performance i think he really just gave it his all you know what i mean and with all the drama surrounding it like i really hope he honestly i hope he comes back yeah like i know he's kind of like wild <laughs> stuff he does is pretty crazy you know <laughs> it's, it's honestly but he's kind of perfect because he's kind of like schizophrenic in the movie like it almost works <laughs> with this outside world personality he's not even acting he's not even acting no he's playing a character he's just it was all the advertisement for the movie <laughs> it was all <laughs> paid for the movie um but i would say in general i liked it yeah um it's hard to not get into spoilers with it to talk about what we 
didn't like about it. But I think, I think in general, I liked it because Ezra Miller kind of pulled it together on his own. I feel like. Okay, let's see here. I'm a big Batman guy, so same same. When I heard about Batman being in this movie, I was like, all right, I'll check it out for sure. I think I went in with an incredibly open mind. Um, but yeah, when they said it was the greatest superhero movie of all time. I don't know, that's tough. People said that? Yeah. They said no that. Way. And I was like, <laughs> I know that's not going to be the greatest superhero. It's like, I don't know why you would say that because then everyone's expectations are like there. But um, yeah, it ain't exactly mid and it ain't exactly not mid. I'm not sure where it, where to... Isn't that the definition of mid? Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> that's why it's in, it's in such a liminal space in my brain right now. I don't, Yeah. I had fun though. I was entertained for sure. So that that was fun. I think I'm with you, Noah. I think I liked it, but I don't know if I liked it. I think the whole car ride over here, I was like, I liked it, but I don't know if I actually liked it. Like, I don't know. I came out of Shazam this year, and I thought it was much better than I expected. Uh, really? Yeah. I didn't. I skipped that one. I, I had a good time. I, I didn't hear it was that good. Yeah, same, same. And I was like, oh, I actually enjoyed that. This, though, I, I heard... I think I texted you this earlier. Uh, I had three people that I knew that saw this beforehand. One hated it. One said it was fine. And the other said it was overrated. Nobody liked it. I don't know. I had a good time. There's the, the CGI is terrible. The acting is really good. Ezra Miller, with all the things that they've done in the past, yikes, acted was really, really on. I'd say it was solid. It's not Oscar worthy, but it was solid. Uh, music, fine. There were some cool musical bits. I don't know. That's all I got. <laughs> uh, Hans Zimmer. Uh, no, no, sorry. It was it was a collaboration between John Williams and Hans Zimmer. But yeah, I guess we can talk spoilers. I mean, we're gonna be all over the place, keeping it short and sweet. But you can take it away, Ike. Uh, actually, here, what what was the best part of the movie? That's what we can just all go around. Best part and worst part, and you can go spoilers. Uh, Other than part, your mother dying, because obviously that was a tragedy. Right. Best part, I'd have to agree with Noah about like the uh, the story beats. Um, I I really appreciated like the, I guess, the aspect of Barry coming to terms with like he's trying to rescue his mom, but he realizes that he actually can't, and so him letting go of her, like of that idea of bringing her back, I think really tugged at my heartstrings, and I think that was really well written and it was there was good pacing for it It wasn't like all thrown at you and it wasn't also dragged out super long so i really liked that portion i also liked the music uh on the way from the theater to my apartment and then back here i was listening to just the first 40 seconds of the song run because the rest of it was like eh, i mean it's all right but like i was just repeating that but they're also like at different points or like five different like lightning strikes as i was listening and it would hit at the beats and i was like oh that's pretty cool yeah it was like give me i want the power but yeah i I appreciated the music as well um as far as the worst parts oh boy um (laughs) i think it goes without being said the cg uh yeah the cgi wasn't wasn't the greatest uh telling jack that uh seen a lot better out of some video games <laughs> from like 2004 it's true <laughs> but um yeah i w- wasn't a big fan of that there was a lot of uh really corny jokes as well and and some of the dialogue was a little just a little too corny for my taste um i didn't appreciate that and then there were some things that were just kind of like spaghetti thrown at the wall saying what stuck and 
But what did stick, I did appreciate. Spaghetti. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Spaghetti Spaghetti's a big part of the movie. Um, and then what didn't stick really didn't stick. So that's that's the best way I can put it. Uh, best part of the movie uh, is uh, Ezra Miller, I think, for sure. As I said before. <laughs> but I want him free, dude. He, like, just for the movie, man. He, he might have done despicable things, but like, hey, the movie's decent. So <laughs> he's forgiven. Um, but yeah, the what I really liked and I thought about driving home was that there is no main antagonist of this movie other than himself. He causes the problems that he has to fix. And like, yeah, you got like, you know, his darker flash version and general Zod's in there, but those are just like causalities from the problem he's created that he has to make the choice to go back and solve. So this is very different from most superhero movies. There's always like, even if they're having like an internal struggle, there's always some like big bad guy that they have to like come to terms with, not just themselves. And so I actually thought that that was really great that, at the end of the day, it's just his choice that he has to make that. It's not some other external force, which is uh, really great. Um, I would say what I didn't like is uh, a lot of the Batman stuff in this movie is just nostalgia driven. And I was talking about this in a theater. Uh, you know, we're all around our 20s, right? So, you know, we didn't grow up with the 1989 Michael Keaton Batman. And so, at least for me, a lot of like the nostalgia pieces miss in general. Now, I'm in general not very much of like a oh let's play on nostalgia kind of guy. It's like I mean these days it's so overused. You know, it's the only thing that studios use to get butts and seats anymore is nostalgia. So I'm kind of sick of it at this point. And this movie had a lot of it, including the final scene at the end. There, uh, I don't know if I want <laughs> if I want to spoil that or not for the podcast. We are in spoiler territory, including George Clooney, which was just goofy. <laughs> I know these guys love George Clooney <laughs> way too much. <laughs> but, uh, man, uh, yeah, that's the piece I think missed for me the most, which is like the huge, heavy amount of nostalgia. They just had to throw in there, try to get some older fans into the seats. Um, I think my favorite kind of part of the movie I mean, it's kind of just like in the background throughout it, but like I always liked Man of Steel. And so it was like, it was kind of cool. Like, I thought the ship was cool. Like, when it, I don't even know what it's called when it's like using the gravity to smash things. I don't really know. I just like stuff like that. And like, I liked Man of Steel. So it was kind of cool to see that kind of playing on in the background of the movie because it kind of made me feel like I was like 10 again. So that was kind of cool. And then, um, worst part of the movie for me was actually like probably at the beginning because it like started off with like the worst cgi sequence ever of him running through like valleys in the city and it looked awful it was really funny and then like just the babies falling they looked really bad um so it just really takes me out of it because <laughs> it's like it just looks so bad uh so yeah i got it yeah cgi was definitely the probably the worst thing in the movie for me I'll start with that. I, I, I just want to say this to a few of you out there. I absolutely hate when people justify a Marvel movie by saying, oh, well, just because the CGI is bad doesn't make the movie bad. I mean, it, it kind of ruins your experience. And the babies thing was awful. And I actually, I, I want to know if this was a joke or not, but I saw like, I want to say six or seven months ago, 
this like Funko concept of Ezra Miller's Flash catching babies, and I thought it was a joke. I didn't know it was actually going to be in the movie. CGI was the worst part, though. Uh, but I'm trying to think of what, what's worse, because I, I I know it was good. Ezra Miller was great. F- free, free, free Ezra. Shout out Ezra. <laughs> um, I think the stuff with the parents worked as well. I'm just still blown away that all of this came to be because of l- literal tomatoes, like diced tomatoes. That's that's all the movie is. That's really all it is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know what to think about it. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's bad. I think when it when it worked, it worked really well. And when it didn't work, and oh, actually, that's what I can say is the worst. The like, the first thirty minutes is just pure action, and it never stops. And then the last thirty to forty minutes is nonstop. But that like middle part is kind of boring. It kind of just goes on and on. They use the music for nostalgia and the whole "I'm Batman," and you're like, "Oh my gosh, it's Michael Keaton!" But yeah, the you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. That was cool. That was cool. But Corny. I don't know. You're okay. Corny. I thought it was As cool. As a big Batman fan, it was a little corny. I thought it was cool. I really liked seeing the him actually reveal the Batmobile. Because I remember, I think it was like 2020, when they were like showing the slate of all the films coming out. The only glimpse we got to see of The Flash is him unveiling the Batmobile. I'm like, all right, are we going to ever see this? Because it's been what? almost? It's been over three. Are we in 2023? Yeah, we're in 2023. It's been three years since we saw that, so... This movie should have came out two years ago. Two more things I wanted to add. Um, one of them I just forgot. So we'll stick with, <laughs> the, we'll stick with That's the how good one. the movie is, guys. That's how good it was. Um, oh, no. Uh, I remember now. Uh, I liked Supergirl. I, I liked her a good bit. As far as acting and whatnot goes as well. But also, she, did, but she why was, was her, attractive as well. Her, her yes, as well. Hey, what's the, 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 uh, uh, so so the, uh, the second uh, thing I wanted to bring up was... Uh, you made two very good points there. Uh, yeah. Her hair also was oh, always cool. wet and always in front of her face. Like After a while, it has nope. to get annoying. I don't know. But I can dream. I just remember like seeing the behind-the-scenes stuff beforehand, oh, like a year or two ago. Yeah, the yeah. I know what you're talking about, yeah. I, the the spiky fire. abs and stuff, and I was like, oh, I don't know about this. But when I saw it in the movie, like it, they got rid of the spikes or something, but like the suit looks fire in the movie. I was paying attention to her acting, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, no, she was great. And then second thing, and maybe they were just saving this for a sequel, but we, ever, we never actually found out who killed his mom. Like who, what the whole knife in her chest was all about. It was all just about like... Proving his innocence and uh, trying to like, yeah. well, not not even proving his innocence. That was more of like a subplot, but it was a lot of it was just him trying to keep those events from happening. I, but we don't know what the event was, like who yeah. was the one behind it. I'm guessing they'll save that for a sequel with like Reverse Flash or something. But I think the whole purpose was that we already know who killed him. It's always been or her, I guess. It's always been the Reverse Flash. So the movie kind of just we knew the Reverse Flash wouldn't be in here. So they kind of focused on everything else. And it was also Barry accepting the fact that he can never save his yeah. mother. So he just let it have it. I, I think I told you that I thought Barry was actually going to kill her. Like we were going to, he was going to go back and it was going to be the darker. I think they call him the dark flash in like the promotional stuff, but whatever that version's called. But I thought it was fine that we didn't see oh, any no, of that. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't, I'm not complaining about it. I'm yeah. just, that's just something like 
that I realized as I walked out of the theater, I was like, oh, we de- never actually figured out like who killed him. But I appreciate that because, like you did say, like it was focusing more on like just Barry developing himself and coming to grips with it. Something else I liked about the movie um, is that uh, they kind of used Barry like being this new guy into the universe. I thought it was kind of fun that, you know, he had to explain everything over again, which I don't know, might be annoying for some people. I thought it was kind of fun because it was like, you're kind of, it's almost like an origin superhero movie again in some way. I don't know. I kind of like that aspect. Might not be everybody's thing, but I thought it was kind of cool. I'm really sad that this will be the last time we see Ben Affleck as Batman. Oh, is that actually the last time? Mm -hmm. Oh, dang. I, th- I thought he was, uh, according to Jason Momoa's post, thought it was. But, I mean, DC they've has reshuffled been known for some stuff. Going back on their word with yeah. stuff. So. I'm pretty sure I, I thought Ben Affleck said that this was the last time. The, um, yeah, he, he said that recently. So I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm assuming so. so yeah. I'm assuming this is going to be the last time we'll see him as Batman. Yeah. But, and the movie kind of sets it up for that anyway, with George yeah. Clooney and everything. And the whole. We'll grab lunch or dinner another time. As soon yeah, as I said, I'm I, like, oh, I, I, we're I never seeing him not, again. It's like a little, yeah, it's yeah. a little nod. So I'm really sad. I think, obviously, he got shafted a bit, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this whole thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think in general, though, he was a good Batman. I do like Batman's no-kill rule. And so when he just goes brazy in yeah. Batman versus Superman, I didn't love that. But, like, I really liked I him in Justice that, League yeah. or Zack Snyder's Justice League and that movie really redeemed him for me and I want to see more from him. You know, yeah. I don't want them to just bring back an old guy to be, I know you all love George Clooney, but I bring it's back a kind an, of another a joke, old guy, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, I, know, I, know, I know, I know, but you know, it's like, you already brought back Michael Keaton to do this movie. It's like, Oh, you're bringing back George Clooney too. And from the way this movie sets it up, he's going to fill that role as Batman. At least I don't know. And it's weird how, this movie will tie into the new DC universe that James Gunn is going to set up. I don't know how they're going to do it. I, this is how. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing's a mess. It, the one thing. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot about this. The best part about this movie, like besides this movie, if you tie it to the extended universe, A, he ran the exact same way that Zack Snyder had him run. I know it looks stupid, but they had a reason for it. And I was telling Jack, I need to remember what the re- Like, I need to rewatch the video of why he runs that way. Um, this did call back to Zack Snyder's Justice League, especially when Iris was like, have I, have I seen you recently? Because the last time we actually saw her was obviously during the car accident. And have you watched the Snyder Cut? Yeah. Yeah. That was the last time we saw her. Uh, he actually had blue lightning, which was fire. Because at first I was like, oh my gosh, he has the red lightning like he did in the other the Justice League. But every time he was outside the suit, it was you know, Zack Snyder-ish. Uh, on top of the Speed Force, when we saw it in the Snyder Cut, we did the exact same way it looked when he first entered. So that was cool. I don't think that Clooney will be the next Batman. I think it was, I think it was a tie, uh, kind of a tie back. And I think the reason the universe changed is because he took the tomatoes and put it up above because he did make one final change when he went back into the universe, mm-hmm. which was why it was a shock when you know he goes to the court, everything's the same because obviously he doesn't know any of these people, so it doesn't matter. And then, oh my gosh, Batman's different. It's because he did make a change at the very end so i don't know i don't think i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, rant on uh james real quick 
Go First off, the dude needs to relax, and a- he's acting like every film is the greatest thing ever because he said The Flash is one of the best superhero movies ever. I sound jacked. He actually he said, said that, too. Yeah, he said Blue Be- Beetle was, like, inspirational. Come on, it looks awful. But, like, the whole that this is going to make sense, that we're going to come out of this movie and understand where this universe is going to go, I got no idea. I got nothing from that cameo. And then the end credit scene was awful. Like, yeah, it kind of teases Aquaman, too. But Aquaman 2 is supposed to be a standalone already, so like it, it don't matter. The Michael Keaton trope we were talking about, uh, in which like every like superhero thirty years later falls and is like a loser and has like twenty yards of hair. We were just talking about how that happens like every time yeah. in every movie and where he was irritated about that. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. And I couldn't stay. Oh, actually, there's two more things that I thought the pacing was off because he's kind of crazy and a lunatic and a drunk. And then within like two minutes, he's back to being who he is. And then Kara yeah. leaves because she she's abandoning hum- humanity because they turned on her. And then literally two minutes later, when Barry's trying to electrocute himself, she's back and she's like, sick, I'm here to help. That's like really quick. We didn't get any like character progression or change. I would have loved to see, and I know this is maybe asking much, but I don't think it really is. I would have liked to see a scene where maybe he's in his office and like he looks at a picture that, and I don't know if it was flashbacks or what, but we hear Alfred's voice or something like Alfred or his parents to like reminisce on him being Batman and why he puts the, uh, the mask on. But nah, they just go down to the Batcave and he's all like yipping and yapping for some reason over the red light. And then Batman's up there and he's like, oh, sick. I guess I got to be Batman again. It, I just, there was no, I don't know. That might just be nitpicking, but the, the pacing was a little off. The character progression of those two characters, at least, was a little quick. Oh, and Zod, completely unnecessary. Yeah. I love Michael a lot. Dude yeah, is an sad. incredible actor, but he really didn't need to be here. You could, I mean, okay, that's not true. He did need to be here. But I don't think he really tried. <laughs> he was kind of just there for the paycheck and dipped, you know? I think he said he, like, wasn't thrilled to do this role, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah, it was something about was Zack Snyder's blessing. Like, he wanted Zack Snyder to approve, but then he also did. Have you seen, have, actually, have any of you seen, like, his interviews as of the past, like, two weeks? No. Bro does not have any interest in this movie. He seems like he was, like, he didn't even want to be in it. Even with Zack Snyder, like, yeah, do it. You, you should, but I don't know. I guess that's a pretty good segue into a question. What would you guys change? Like, if you were to make this movie yours, or even if it's, like, not yours, like, what would you do differently? You want to go first? Uh, Not really. It's hard for me because I'm not uh, the Flash fan. Like I said, who earlier, here so is a Flash fan? Who is a hardcore Flash fan? Because I know they're out there. I know that he has... I a- mean, I grew up watching the show, but I don't think it's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we should have seen Grant Gustin. I will say that. When they showed all the worlds colliding, it was all Superman. It was, I mean, we did get one glimpse of the Flash from the 80s, which was cool. What was it? Three Supermen, two Batman. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of Superman. I think there was Man, a Wonder Woman. Not a whole lot of other Flash. Yeah, you could have seen, like, Grant Gustin. Uh, I joked it would have been funny to see Will Arnett's Lego Batman, like, just for a millisecond or something. When you saw Christopher Reeves, right below him was a comic version of Batman. And it might have been Batman the Animated Series, which would have been cool. But obviously, they didn't show it long enough. Uh, Nick Cage. Yeah. I wish he said something. I really wish. Even if he said, my, I, I'm, I'm, I wish it was him in the suit and not a CGI person. Yeah. I mean, they were, yeah. A man can only dream, I guess. But, uh, yeah. 
even though you're not a Flash fan, what would you change? Um, I think that I mean that would have been fun to see the TV show Flash. I I I am aware. I think that the this Flash and the TV show Flash did meet in the Flash TV show. Yeah, they it had, was actually they a, had good a quick cameo. cameo. Yeah, yeah. So they did meet. So it would have made sense to include him at least a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. It's hard. Uh, I feel like I mean also I mean the movie relies very heavily on Batman and Batman nostalgia. I love Batman, of course. Yeah, Batman's my favorite superhero. But um, you know, it's a movie about the Flash, and so I don't know. I'd have liked it to, you know, focus on more Flash things, I guess, instead of you know relying on Batman to put butts in seats. I don't know. Like that's why they did it, though. Yeah, I mean, that is why they did it. You know, I mean, I went and watched it. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's hard because I'm not as big of a Flash fan. So I had less expectations for it, I guess. You know, yeah. maybe maybe it could have been clear on how it will tie into this new DC universe because now it just looks like there, there's just not going to be a tie-in. <laughs> there's just going to be yeah. a reset, and we're all going to be like, okay, and we're all going to be confused. So, nice. <laughs> Pre-movie, I would have said the thing I would change is the suit. However, as much as I hate to say it, the suit kind of grew on me as the movie went along, especially the mask. Like, it looks really weird, but the more the movie came or started going, I think there were certain scenes you could tell it was real and other scenes you couldn't. When it was real, it looked kind of good. Uh, I think the big thing I would actually change is the thing that I would change about every one of the DC movies. That the one, I mean, there's a lot of things that Marvel does a lot better, but one of the biggest things that marvel does better is establishing the day-to-day life of the normal civilian version of these characters every dc movie will show like you know i think bruce wayne is at uh bruce enterprise or wayne enterprise for like maybe two minutes at most in batman v superman aquaman you barely get to see him doing anything outside of this this is the same way what do we maybe get five minutes of him at the research facility like we don't get much of him out. We don't get much of any of their characters outside of them being the superhero. And I like when you take the first act winter soldier does it best. where like the first, obviously there, it starts with a action scene, but you get all of this progression of who Steve Rogers character is outside of captain America. Most of these movies is just, let's let the flash be the flash and learn things. The flash needs to learn. But I guess story wise, I, I, I mean, I'm not a writer or anything, so I'd really just be doing something insane. I would probably just have everything go wrong at the end, because I think that would be funny. (laughs) 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 So, like, just, like, random people dying, all the multiverses collide, and you have no idea what happens at the end. I feel like that would be really entertaining. Um, And then, I guess, outside of the movie, I'd get... um, a different composer. I'm not sure I would get... I like Benjamin Wallfish, but... uh, Oh, dude, yeah, that'd be funny. But the thing is, I don't know, with superhero movies, like, they mix them low sometimes. But they actually, they mix it high. Yeah, no, he killed it. He kills it with those. There's a few Marvel movies where they actually mix it well. Um, yeah, actually, that'd be hilarious. Yeah, I'd, I'd go Ludwig on that. And then, what was the other thing? I can't remember. Yeah. I think I would try to give it more of a Zack Snyder feel in the sense that it all right, quick glazing. It feels, huh? It's quick glazing. We get it. You're a Snyder boy. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, a, kidding, I'm not I'm a Snyder kidding, boy. Kidding. I I liked the I liked the way Snyder's movies looked. I agree. They didn't look like your typical DCU movie nowadays, and and these ones just the CG is just it looks worse than Marvel, and we've we've oh, given Marvel so, a lot of yeah, crap. This looks worse, yeah. but like. 
I miss the like the feel of Man of Steel. Yeah. And of Batman for Superman. Like they they had this particular feel to them. Even though it was they were they had a lot of like like computer graphics with them, like sure. Yeah. But it all felt very like it felt a lot more tangible. None of this felt tangible. Look it it felt like yeah. I was watching a video game for the most part. And so I would probably try to either get in touch with that cinematographer or something, try to make it feel more like that. And one of the things that I would do is I'd probably not necessarily keep his original suit, but complete it. I think it's the best suit. So what? good. The oh, original suit. Wait, are you talking Snyder's? This? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love how that looks because it's not complete. Mm-hmm. But I would say for this movie, maybe show him completing Completed, it yeah. and then see what that looks like. Because otherwise yeah. it just looks like CG most of the time. But um, I, don't, I, don't, I might also just scrap the dark flash. I don't know if that, that was necessary. And if not, then at least develop a little, him a little more because he was in it for like all of like two minutes. Like he, he pushes him and then he's like at the end, like in those two minutes, he's like, hey, I did this. And like it's I didn't have any reason to, to care about him or view him as a threat because like he didn't have any sort of chemistry with the other two flashes, I, I mean, guess. He was the younger version of Barry. Yeah, yeah, I know. But like, oh, I see e- even I so, see like yeah, it, yeah. they didn't develop that enough or I I didn't care enough to where I was yeah. like, Whoa, no way. It was kind of just like, Yeah, like that's that's what I figured, but I don't know, yeah. I, I would have changed that. Um something to think about. How did the old Flash survive without food? Did he eat people? <laughs> what did he do? I guess he could have gone anywhere and eaten, really. I was just thinking about that. Did he eat people? Because <laughs> people were the nearest thing. And he started looking like he was going insane. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, want, I do want to say Supergirl felt very Zack Snyder to me. She was oh, yeah. very, very emo, like just very dark. The whole wet My chemical hair thing, romance, it, yeah. She did give off Zack Snyder vibes, yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. So I definitely think I think they did an all right job with, with her for the most part. We keep making so many points. So three points I have to make. Uh one what you said, one what you said, and I had another one I'm trying to think of. Oh, yeah, your your point. Um I know you're talking Zack Snyder. I will also add I think Aquaman was very stylized. It was very bright and popped. And then Wonder Woman was very stylized because it looked like a war film. It kind of looked like the Zack Snyder movie, but it had a unique flair to it as well. Uh, recently, it's just copy and paste. You could watch, like genuinely, you could watch The Flash, Thor Love and Thunder, and an episode of CW's Arrow. Like show this to a random person and be like, these are all connected. They'd believe it because they all look the same. They all look terrible, which is not a good thing. Uh, going back to your point. The plot point at the very beginning about he has to eat, it got thrown completely out of the way once they got to the new world. Like he mentioned it to Barry at first and you have the whole scene in the apartment. But then the whole second and third act, they didn't eat once. There was no conversation about how hey, we got to you know, make sure like nothing. He kept checking his little wrist thing to make sure the other Barry wasn't going to like, you know, kill himself. But never like the food, the whole like you have to eat to run kind of stopped being a plot point. And yeah, it would have been interesting. Like right when they're about to hit Zod or something, you realize, oh, he's about to be out of energy. But nah, they kind of just let that go to the wayside. Uh, and then third point, this is the main point I was trying to make like five minutes ago, but it's so easy to forget your thoughts. Um, the fact that Batman and Supergirl died multiple times is kind of funny. But at the same point, I do like that because I loved how in Zack Snyder's 
Justice League, uh, Darkseid wins and like straight up blows the entire world up. And Flash is the one who goes back in time to save them. And obviously they end up winning. So you could also argue that that should have caused a multiversal catastrophic charisma or something like that. Uh, but I like the fact that they kept dying because you kind of realize that they're never going to beat Zod. And then the movie kind of just gives them hope, even though they lost. They're just like, hey, everybody died. However, uh, Flash is going to kill his mom. Let's all be happy. I don't know. I kind of wish, I know you were joking. I mean, you might not have been, but if the movie straight up ended, like they kill Batman and Supergirl and that's it, that kind of would have been a fire ending. And then the end credit scene can then set up this new DC universe. Like maybe we just get transported to a new universe where everybody somewhat looks the same. Like half the people are the same and the other half of the people are different because I don't care who you are. I love Jason Momoa. I love Gal Gadot. Ezra Miller's fine. But I don't like the fact that we're going to have it like split 50-50 where like half of the universe is going to remain the same and the other half is going to look different. Just clean slate. Just start it all over. Uh, oh, yeah. I do want to mention as well both of Michael Keaton's deaths. I know that I was just saying that I liked that they died. Were, they were so corny. The whole, I'm not going down by myself. <laughs> and then he was like, like. Your ejector seat works still. And he's like, I don't yeah. care. And that's, that's, that's when I knew that Michael Keaton did not care to be in this movie. His death was garbage. When he's holding him in his arms and Ezra Miller is giving this performance like he's absolutely ruined. And he's just like. Like, literally, no, you usually get that dramatic, like, last breath. Nothing. Just, yeah. uh, <laughs> And then you could, I could almost hear in the background, they're like, and cut. Perfect. Perfect. We're done. We're not doing that again. I don't know. Michael, you can head home. Yeah. Sick. Bro probably didn't even remember he was in The Flash. He probably saw a bunch of people around LA, like, what's this premiere about? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm in this movie. I don't know. I guess, do we have much else to add? I guess see the movie for yourself. Yeah. Watch first. Are we excited for the new DCU after watching this? Because uh, I'm not. Nope. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. I'm not. I'm not excited for any superhero movie aside from the Batman. If you want to count that as a superhero movie, I disagree. I'm excited for the next Spider Verse. I was movie. about to say it's gonna go crazy. Eh. What do you mean, I bro? Mean, I like what would you give it on? What would you give it out of ten? I I gave it a ten. I gave it a ten. I'm just tired of, of multiver of multiverses I'm at this Ike. point. I'm with Ike. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, a big I'm Batman tired of guy. Too, but Spider Verse did it the best. <laughs> I agree. Spider Verse did do it well, but I'm just so tired of it. It's a Spider Verse, not a multiverse. Really? Don't get me wrong though. I'm tired of multiverses. Gas. I think it's gonna be great. The Batman, the Batman two, I am more excited about. I guess. Yeah. But uh. I'm trying to think of other projects that are coming out. I guess the Superman movie could be cool. I'm curious to see what that will look uh, like. Superman Legacy. That's going to be the first official DCU movie. So these are all going to like... I mean, this was supposed to build to it. I guess they're all going to build to it. We're getting a new Superman? Yeah. Uh, Was it 2025? I believe so, yes. It's already written. They're in pre-production. They're supposed to be shooting in February or March, I believe. That, okay, that's still coming out. So they're going to be two Separate Superman thing. films. It makes no, yeah, it makes no sense. I'm telling you, DC's still in shambles. Yeah. Yeah, I think that really is the only exciting movie. I Actually, that's not true. I am excited for Spider-Man 4. I guess I'm just excited for Spider-Man and Batman, the two greatest superheroes of all time. And I will go. die on that hill.
I just really wanted to see a scene of like the babies falling and then him looking to the side and see this innocent woman in the chair sitting next to her. He just lets he, her he die. Just, he's trying to decide between the two, and he's like, oh, do I throw the chair at the lady or do I save the babies? What do oh, I do? I will say, and then, then we can give our final thoughts. I know you were just making fun of the opening scene. I probably shouldn't find it as funny as I did, but I thought it was hilarious when he goes for the first baby and then goes past the baby to the that vending pretty, machine. That was, that was good. That was good comedic timing. Overall, it'll be given. I letterboxed it a seven, but I'm I'm thinking like high six, low seven. I don't think it's. I think seven. I think seven. I'm confused. I feel like Ezra Miller felt coming out of this like before they went insane. This this must have been when it's like you're like, what? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, like. I yeah, it's it just this movie is kind of living in like a weird liminal spot in my mind. Like it's just kind of there. I like had fun with it, and I like Michael Keaton, so that was fun. But I'm not like yeah, like Noah said, I'm not a big Flash person either. I was just kind of there for Batman, really. Um, yeah, I have no idea where. DC. I'm honestly actually interested to see where the DC universe, not because I'm like actually like where it's going, not because I'm actually invested in it, but because I just want to see what they even pull off. Because <laughs> it's like, what are they gonna do? Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah, like I said, I also I also give it a seven. You know, it's like I think it's fun. It, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Ezra Miller, I think, ties the movie together pretty <laughs> well. I am man. He wants to set him free. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think with uh without his like core performance, I think this movie would, oh, it would have fallen. It would have fallen apart. Yeah. shambles. So yeah, I think though it's a seven for me. Is Ezra Miller in prison actually? No, he no. was at the premiere for this yeah. movie. I think. Yeah. I mean, it's still an ongoing investigation. So obviously, the the, the whole the whole cast had to tippy toe around certain questions. But yeah, apparently, I I saw a on Snap from like Philip DeFranco's little show. That apparently Ezra made a statement on his uh, attacks, like on the woman and whatnot. I haven't. Yeah, looked, I, haven't I can't looked remember at it yet, what but... was said. Do you remember what was said? Uh, I, I don't remember exactly. It was, I mean, it's just normal PR, you know. Um, final thoughts. I I still I don't know where I would put it, just because I don't know. I'm kind of getting tired of, like I said, multiverse movies. But I guess for what it is, um. Because I go by the stars now, the letterbox stars. I'd probably give it maybe like three and a half out of five, just for, for so what seven. it's trying. Yeah. So what it what it's trying to be, I think, I think it hit that mark. But there's still a lot of problems that I have with it. But at the end of the day, I still I liked the yeah. story beats and I liked, like, I guess his character development and his uh, everything with his mom. So yeah, we do need to move on through the multiverse stuff, you know. At first, I was actually going to say that I thought when he was explaining the multiverse using the pasta, I was going to say that was better than what Marvel's done. But Marvel's is actually like way more complex and they've kind of like fleshed it together where I'm like, okay, that actually makes more sense. This was just, this felt, it doesn't. That's what I was going to say. Marvel doesn't make sense. That's what I was going to say. Between like Loki and Spider-Man, none of it makes any sense. Well, that's what I was about to say. I was like, it makes sense, but then they always also contradict themselves every other chance they get. This didn't make sense. This felt like they were rushing it. Like, oh shoot, we have this one plot line that we have to fill. Uh, Pasta. That's how we're going to make the multiverse. Uh, It felt kind of fresh, personally. I haven't seen an example like that. Uh, uh, nice no, you know what it reminded <laughs> me of everything everywhere all at once ironically like the way that they described the multiverse there kind of was much more in line with this than like what marvel's done 
I think Spider-Verse yeah. did it best though. That scene where Miguel is uh, okay, this is a whole di- this this would be a <laughs> this would be a 70-hour <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Will it be worth watching again in theaters? I'm going to say no. Probably not in theaters, but I'd probably watch it again at home. Yeah, I don't think I want to see this again in theaters. Same. Yeah. I don't know if I'll watch it at home. I don't think I'm going to go we'll on s- Max we'll and Spider-verse be Spider-Verse like, again. Yeah, Spider-Verse is much better the second time. I haven't seen it a third time, but I will report back then. But yeah, I guess with that, uh, boys, good having you guys on. Thank you so much. It's been great. Yeah, thank you. Uh, get a uh, get a, get a Wappenheimer at your local Burger King. Oh uh, yeah, Oppenheimer is gonna be the next. Oh, yeah. one. We're gonna have how many people are we gonna have on for that? You boys want to get back on Oppenheimer? Sure, man. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. It's gonna be a dope time. We might explode, but anyways, uh, yeah. that was the Flash. Go see it, I guess. I mean, I'm not forcing you to go. Not Ezra. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, I'm Jaden. I'm Mike. Uh, we'll see you in a few weeks. We love you. <laughs> <laughs>